Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining me again on this fine, fine Tuesday morning. Get your Bible and let's go and start in the 73rd Psalm today. And I'm going to jump right in and get busy because I don't, um, I'm not going to cover actually much of uh, the text today. I don't think I'll have time uh, because uh, I need to lay a... Um, good bit of uh, of groundwork, uh, a little bit of introduction uh, to this psalm, to this section uh, of the psalm. This psalm, as I mentioned uh, yesterday, begins, you'll notice the, the last words of uh, the 72nd psalm were that the prayers of David ended. Uh, and so, the, again, those first 72 uh, were largely products of uh, the pen of David. Uh, the final uh, 78 um, are, there are a few uh, psalms of David mixed in, but the majority of them uh, are not. And this begins uh, the third uh, division, the third book uh, of Psalms. Again, Psalms is we have divided into books. And this section uh, is uh, Psalms that deal mostly, not completely, uh, but mostly with uh, the sanctuary, the temple, uh, the worship of God. And you will notice uh, that the superscription of this psalm says that it is a psalm uh, of Asaph. Asaph wrote uh, 12 uh, of our psalms. He wrote uh, the 50th psalm uh, in the second book uh, of psalms. And then he's going to write uh, the first 11 psalms uh, here uh, in this division. And you may or may not, depending on uh, the Bible, uh, you and the publisher of your Bible, uh, it may say above the, th the, the 73rd Psalm, Book 3. Uh, so most people don't even pay that any attention, to be honest. Uh, but it is just our divisions that we have placed uh, on the various uh, Psalms. Asaph is a man, uh, again, wrote 12 Psalms. He was a man, uh, he was a Levite, uh, and one of uh, the chief musicians uh, that David had appointed uh, to preside over uh, the music, I, is I guess the easiest way to put it. He was one of David's uh, worship leaders uh, in the sanctuary. Uh, and so that was his, uh, his task. Um, he, uh, was a choir leader. I mean, that's, uh, to use the old fashioned word, he was a, uh, choir leader. He led the choir, uh, when, uh, the Ark was returned, uh, the Ark of the Covenant was returned, uh, to Jerusalem. Uh, his sons, were involved uh, in leading uh, the musicians uh, and were involved uh, with the uh, dedication uh, of, uh, of Solomon's temple. Uh, 
his 12 psalms while again uh, a small number uh, of the 150 um, he is uh, recognized as uh, a a gifted uh, leader gifted musician uh, second chronicles or several mentions of uh, of uh, of asaph and the sons uh, of Asaph, uh, and uh, that that uh, we have in the Old Testament, um, and one of the things we notice about uh, Asaph's writings, uh, his Psalms, is uh, he was a a very um, very God focused. Uh, very, uh, he would have been very much at home in today's, um, today's praise and worship, uh, type music. He is very, uh, praise, uh, oriented. Um, and in the 73rd Psalm, where we're going to be today, um, he picks up and is going to deal with uh, with a problem. Uh, what I'm about to tell you kind of contradicts what I just said. Uh, as a man of praise and uh, his musical ability, uh, but here in the 73rd Psalm, he's going to wrestle uh, with a uh, with a problem that David wrestled with, uh, ones that um, we wrestle with, um, and again has confounded. Uh, spiritual, religious, godly people uh, for many years. And that is very simply uh, the problem, the question uh, of seeing the wicked be blessed, it seems, the wicked prosper uh, while the godly uh, suffer. Uh, and so, uh, again, I, and that's probably appropriate that, uh, again, that Asaph would deal with it because, again, David wrestled with it, Asaph wrestled with it, I wrestle with it, you wrestle with it. Um, anybody that's tried to live a godly life has, has looked at uh, the ungodly man and shook their head and wondered how uh, they um, are, um, how they have the things they have, how they are, um, uh, uh, how they are, uh, how they seem to be uh, prospering. Uh, and again, this is a problem that comes up multiple times um, in the Psalms. Um, and Asaph uh, kind of um, settles, I think, uh, on a uh, on a solution. Uh, if you remember, uh, again, we've come through uh, several psalms and really not got uh, too many answers. Uh, but uh, Asaph takes uh, Asaph. Um, I salute him. Uh, he, he takes a very spiritual approach to the issue um, in that he is going to basically just say, uh, worship the Lord. Uh, just keep worshiping God. Just keep um, worshiping Him. Uh, and don't uh, focus so much uh, on uh, the prosperity of the wicked. Just uh, worship God. Uh, again, 
uh, it, uh, this dilemma uh, that we wrestle with uh, of, the, uh, of the wicked prospering. Uh, and so we're going to look at, uh, probably only going to get one verse done uh, covered today in my, in my remaining time. I just thought the introduction uh, to this psalm, to this section of psalms, uh, was extremely uh, important uh, to deal with uh as we uh head into uh into this psalm uh and so uh i think this psalm is extremely beneficial to us um one again that we need to mark to remember uh because if it doesn't happen today uh it'll probably happen tomorrow uh that you'll you'll run into this exact situation where you see either the wicked prospering or uh, the righteous suffering, or both, uh, at uh, at the same time, and so we're going to look here. We're going to start uh, and probably finish just in the first verse, uh, where Asaph writes, "Truly, God is good to Israel, even to such as are of." a clean heart. Uh, and so as we you see that opening verse, you may say, well, that doesn't sound so much like uh, what you were talking about. Well, uh, give it time to uh, develop a little bit. What Asaph is saying here uh, is that uh, even though uh, even though he is uh, wrestling, he is um, he's having a hard time, like like many of us do, uh, with this idea again of uh, the suffering of the righteous. Um, he is determined uh, that he is going to to stand uh, firm. Uh, on the Word of God. He, he's going to simply uh, trust God. He believes that God is good to Israel. God is good to those who have a clean heart. Um, again, sometimes, and I know just like you do, sometimes it does not appear that way. Sometimes it appears that the righteous are getting just the daylight speed out of them. Uh, sometimes it seems like the wicked um, are living uh, in the lap of luxury. But Asaph says, truly, uh, and that is the, the, the most important word here, truly, beyond a doubt, no question, God is good to those with a clean heart. Uh, and, and so uh, Asaph determines that I'm going to stand uh, on that truth. I'm going to rely uh, on that fact that I know uh, that God is good uh, to those with a clean heart. Uh, and so as you and I wrestle uh, with this very same dilemma, uh, this very same situation, um, truly we know God is good to uh, those with a clean heart. It is not changed. Uh, again, that word truly is so important because I may think, I may feel, it may look like, I may even believe, uh, that the wicked prosper and the righteous suffer. What I have to remember is that truly God is good to those with a clean heart. 
Um, and again, um, my and, and you know one of the dangerous things. I'm not a pilot, uh, and uh, but I, I've heard those who are uh, say you know one of the things that sometimes gets pilots in trouble um, is their instruments will tell them one thing, but they'll get to feeling like. Well, the, the the instruments are wrong. They they, they the instruments will tell them, uh, you know, you're you know you're too low, but they feel uh, like they're high enough, and they'll fly into the side of a mountain. Uh, that uh, that they have to learn to trust uh, their instruments. We have to learn to trust the Word of God. We have to learn to trust in the truth of, word, of the Word of God. Even when our experience, even when what we're looking at um, seems to contradict, uh, we, we must rely and trust um, on the Word of God uh, that we know uh, in our heart. Uh, that God is good uh, to those with a clean heart. And so Asaph, uh, right out of the door, uh, perhaps if we, would, if we would learn that verse, if we would learn to live by that verse, uh, we could probably, uh, we might not need a whole lot of the other Scripture uh, directions and commandments uh, that we have. If we would just learn uh, to trust uh, in His absolute unchanging truth more than our feelings, more than what somebody else may say, more than experience, more than what we're observing, but that we know that our God is good to those with a clean heart. Man, I hope that I hope that truth will soak into your heart today. That you'll allow that to uh, to marinate, to percolate um, through your being. Uh, that you will be reminded, no matter what you see, no matter what you hear, God is good to those with a clean heart. Have a great day, and we'll see you back here uh, tomorrow morning.